Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. I have a present truth uh, prophetic message I want to share with us. And I've entitled it, Building Up to Inherit. Building Up to Inherit. It is always important to know why you do what you do. That will motivate you to do it diligently, to do it properly. (laughs) And not to stop until you achieve the purpose for which you're doing it. In the book of Jude... Jude is one of the brothers of the Lord, physical brothers of the Lord Jesus Christ, James and Jude. Give the Lord Jesus a clap offering. Not everybody has two of his siblings become apostles. It's, 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 not, it's not common. You know, we've got two brothers, Jude and James. Then we have another two brothers, Andrew and Peter. Then we have another two brothers, James and John. You know, so that's, that, that's quite something. And uh, he knew Jesus when they were young, but he didn't know who he was. He didn't know he was the Messiah until after the resurrection. He writes this to us. He said, but ye beloved, I didn't hear you, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Everybody say, building up. Say, I'm building up. I'm building up for a purpose. In Acts chapter 20, Paul tells us what that purpose is. Acts chapter 20. And uh, we're going to look at verse 32. This is a very important scripture. It says, And now, brethren, I commend you to God, Unto the word of his grace. I didn't hear you. I did not hear you. Which is able to build you up. Turn to your neighbor and say, the word of God is able to build me up. Now, this is not in the Bible, but I'm going to say it, if I will allow it. It's, it's available. And it, one of the the, the purpose of it is to build you up. It says to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. And that is why I've entitled this message Building Up to Inherit. What God wants us to inherit. And you know, every time we talk about inheritance, most of the time everybody's mind goes to heaven. I'm going to get my mansion when I get to heaven. I'm going to get the victory when I get to heaven. And everything, heaven, heaven, heaven. And it's true. I'm not playing that down. But you know, the Lord Jesus, he told us that he didn't just come to give us victory in heaven. He came to give us victory here. When Lazarus died, Martha, like many of us, you know, Jesus said, don't worry. Your brother will rise again. She thought he was comforting her just like the Jews 
everybody, you know, comfort people, don't worry, you know, at least, you know, when we get to heaven, we'll say, which is all true. But Jesus, Jesus tells her no. He didn't say it in those words. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. And he had not yet been resurrected. He was calling the things which are not as though they are. I'll tell you another one. You may never have connected it, but I will tell you now. He was tasting of the powers of the age to come. He was in one dispensation and he was reaching out to the second dispensation that was going to start after his resurrection. So by faith, he stretched his hand, so to speak, and he brought the resurrection from the second dispensation into the present dispensation. Give the Lord a clap offering. That singular act was a lesson and a testimony to us Christians that we should not leave everything unto the millennium, unto the resurrection, you know, and you know, in, in, in the sweet by and by. And I'm not, I'm not putting down those things. They're important. And they, they, we're going to see much, much greater things. During. But there is a glory for this time. There is an inheritance for now. And that's the attention I want you to get. Now, the question is, what is this inheritance? What is this inheritance? Is it money? Is it a big house? Is it, you know, what people normally think of a property, houses and uh, uh, real estate? You know what I'm going to tell you? They are all part of the inheritance, but they are not the inheritance. I find it very instructive and inspiring that the Lord Jesus, when he was teaching his disciples, this uh, uh, church tells us he was Barnabas, this young ruler comes up to him and says, Lord, what will I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus looked at him and said, hmm, nice guy. He said, okay, keep the commandments. Honor your father and your mother. Don't steal, don't kill, don't commit adultery. There are all things I've observed from my youth. And he was telling the truth. The Bible said, Jesus beheld him and he loved him. Loved him. He said, ah. He said, what then do I lack? Jesus said, hmm, all right. You want the real deal, eh? This life, okay. He said, go and take everything you have. He said, go and sell it. Give it to the poor. Watch this. Take up your cross and follow me. <laughs> the scripture says, the man went away sorrowful because he had great possessions. And he left. Jesus now turned to his disciples and said, Ah, how difficult it is for a rich man to go to heaven. Then he, he qualified it. He said, How 
difficult it is for them that trust, as the key word, in riches to enter the kingdom of heaven. Then all the others were shocked because Jesus was not poor. And they were not poor, particularly Peter and James and John, you know, because they had this fishing business. They were making quite a bit of money. So, they all, the Bible said in astonishment, they said, who then can be saved? I mean, if a rich man cannot enter the kingdom of heaven, you know, or oh, it's difficult, I'm rich, you know, you're rich, you know, so what's going to happen to all of us? Jesus then looked at them and said, there is nobody who has given up his riches, his wife, mother, father. What does that mean? That he has put commitment to me on a higher priority than all his other relationships. Children, wife, mother, and so on and so forth. He said, in this lifetime, I'm talking about building up to inherit. He said he will receive a hundredfold and then in the world to come eternal life. Again, second time. Bible says, the Mount of Throw Three. I'm going to give you a third one now. I'm giving you the first one about Lazarus. I'm giving you the second one. I'm going to give you a third one. Again, Jesus does not put the inheritance into heaven alone. He lets us know that in this lifetime, that they will receive a hundredfold. Houses and so Part of the inheritance is houses and lands and riches and all of that. But that's not the inheritance. All those are a consequence of the inheritance. Now, what then is the inheritance? Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. And... Uh, we're looking at verses 13 and 14. This is such an instructive scripture. Paul, writing to the Ephesians, is talking about what we have in Jesus Christ. We're blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places and so on and so forth. So in verse 13, he says, To in whom ye also trusted, I didn't hear you, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of salvation, in whom also, after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. He's talking about the battle of the Holy Spirit. Observe the people who were already born again, after that you believed. So there is a second experience, we call it the Pentecostal experience, that is available to every Christian, you know, to be sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is what happens when you get filled with the Holy Spirit and you speak in tongues. That's the. He now tells us what it is in verse 14. He says, Which is the earnest, I didn't hear you, of our inheritance. Now we begin to get an idea of what the inheritance is. Until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. So this baptism of the Holy Spirit that we receive. When we get, after we get born again, that gives us the supernatural ability to pray on a consistent basis, at will actually. It says, I will pray in this, understand, I will pray in the spirit, you know, with this supernatural spiritual language, 
uh, that God has given us, he said, this is the earnest of our inheritance. That word earnest is an old English word. It just means the down payment. It means the deposit. Let's look at it in some of the uh, other translations. In the New International Version, it says, Who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance unto the redemption of those who are, in, uh, who, are, who are God's possession? The Amplified Bible says, That spirit is the guarantee of our inheritance, the first fruits, the pledge, the foretaste, the down payment on our heritage in anticipation of its full redemption and acquiring the complete, everybody scream complete, possession of it to the praise of his glory. Let's keep it keep simple. When we got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I came from uh, Assemblies of God uh, background. We call ourselves full gospel. <laughs> yeah, you know. The Assembly of God, you know, Assembly of God is Assemblies of God, A-O-G. Those are the uh, uh, acronyms, or rather, yes. You know you know what we call ourselves? All of the gospel. <laughs> you know, I came from that background. And I love our people, you know. But truly, it's a misnomer. That's not the full gospel. That's not the full inheritance. It's the down payment. It's the pledge. It's the deposit. If you go and buy a car or something and you don't have all the money initially, you put a deposit down. Let's say it's 10 million, but you only have 1 million. So you now put the 1 million down as a pledge, a down payment, a deposit that they will keep the car for you so they won't sell it to anybody else because they already have your money in their hands, that you will now come with the remaining nine million. And when you come, you can then put, take possession of the car. That's exactly what happened when we got baptized in the Holy Spirit. The deposit of the Spirit of God that we received with the speaking in tongues is only a deposit anointing. Now, you are supposed to now use it to pay a price of giving your soul and your body to the Lord. So that, you know, uh, your will becomes more submitted to the will of God or totally submitted to the will of God. Your mind becomes, like I was preaching during the Bible study, enlightened with revelation knowledge. Complete, you know, you have complete knowledge of God and his ways. You know, your emotions become totally controlled by the fruit of the spirit the life of god becomes manifest you know becomes active in your physical members when that price is paid you know what will happen god will give you the remaining anointing so it will go from deposit to full that is what we see in the ministry of jesus the inheritance of the christian in this lifetime not just in heaven is the spirit without measure. Having the getting, we already have the Holy Spirit. But what we have is a deposit anointing. He now wants us to have the inherit, the full, the complete anointing, which the Bible calls 
The spirit without measure. The reason why we use that expression is that it's very large compared to the deposit that we have. It's just like if somebody has a, a, a thousand naira, he has money, but another person now has a trillion naira. A trillion naira compared to a thousand naira is without measure. Try it. It's a good exercise for you. You know, start, you know, immediately after the service tonight, to this evening, go home and start counting. And try and count, you know, I'll even make it easy to you. Just count to a billion. You will still be counting. <laughs> start one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know, I remember when we were children, we used to play. You know, when you meet somebody, you find out, ah, okay, count to 100. You say, okay, one, two, three, four, say to 100. And the person says, okay, count to 200. You count to 200. Then, you know, when we really want to push the person, say, count to uncountable. <laughs> I remember we used to play, you know, when we were children. You know, seriously, try it. That's why I say without measure. You can't, you can't count to a billion. If you try, you may get to 10,000, 20, 30. I'm talking about you don't do anything else. Just sit down and start counting. So relative to 1,000, which you can, you can count. It's easy for you to count up to 100. Even 1,000 will tax you a little bit, but you, you can do it. But relative to 100 and 1,000, the measure of a billion or 1 trillion is without measure. That is, you can't count it. So if, honey, watch this. If the deposit can enable you to speak in tongues, if the deposit can enable you to cast out devils, if the deposit allows you to lay hands on the sick and they recover. What will the full measure do? I'll tell you what it will do. It will heal the sick instantly. Not recover. A difference between recover and instant. <laughs> it will cleanse the leper. It will raise the dead. It will cast out devils instantly. It will give incredible photographic memory like what it gave to Solomon, but far greater. That is what you are building up to inherit. We want to inherit the spirit without measure. Of course, with that spirit without measure will come houses and lands and brothers and, and you know, the, what the Bible calls the hundredfold is is inbuilt, but those material things are not the inheritance. They are just a consequence of the inheritance. And the good news, this is my third witness. I've given you one, Lazarus. I gave you the, uh, uh, the, the 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 second witness when Jesus said you receive a hundredfold in this lifetime. I'm going to give you the third one now. It's in First John chapter four verse fourteen. He says, "As he is, so are we in this world." God, he, God deliberately put that thing inside the Bible, knowing our unbelief, because people say, "Yeah, yes, as he is." You know, when we get to heaven, he said, mm -mm, mm -mm, "In this life." 
So this full inheritance is available in this life. And is what we call the manifestation of sons of God. Is what we must. It is not optional. We must inherit it in order to close this age. Until we have a significant number of God's people on the earth who have inherited this spirit without measure, Jesus will not return. Because the gospel of the kingdom would not be preached to every tribe, tongue, and kindred and make disciples therein without this. I was discussing with some of my pastors the other day. And I like to think on these things because they, they to me, they, they do three things to me. Number one, they provoke me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.